Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. This is a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the leader of their life. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women that feature guest interviews as well as solo episodes with Maya. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the My Opinion Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now, in her opinion, here's your host, Maya Roffler. Welcome to the 99th episode of My Opinion, the leadership podcast for women. This is so incredible. It's our 99th episode since we relaunched, and I want to thank each and every one of you. I know I say this a lot, (laughs) but I want to thank all of you for continuing to listen and support me through 99 episodes of this relaunch, changing the podcast to talk about women and leadership and leadership and empowerment and really helping women become the leaders of their life because that can mean something different for each woman is a passion of mine. And the fact that we're sitting here at 99 episodes is incredible. So I want to thank each and every one of you. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, like, share, give us a review, feedback on the My Opinion podcast, the leadership podcast for women. And next week, we will have our 100th episode where I will just have a really fun episode for you guys. It is recapping the highlights, some of my favorite guests. I love all my guests, but some of the real real awesome interviews that happened. And I will talk about our most listened to episodes. So you can go back and listen to these and really take in the information going into 2022. And then we will be back in February, 2022 with more incredible interviews, more incredible information about leadership. And of course, I'll be sharing my opinion. So let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) And so we have talked about on the 97th and 98th episode, the power. So the power of letting go was 97 and 98 was the power of no. And I feel like power is a huge thing and a huge topic to talk about in leadership. So in 2022, in our next uh, our next iteration of 100 episodes and wherever we go, I will definitely be doing a full series on the breakdown of power and what the types of power in leadership. But I thought it would be a great idea to kind of close out this mini power series and tell you, really, I've look through so many articles. That's where I get a lot of my inspiration. I think you guys know that. I've shared that before. If you're a new listener, I do a lot of research whenever I get an idea and I look through different articles and I kind of put my opinion together on what I think really fits. And one particular article that came out this year, I was just enamored by because it talks about, you know, the power of leadership, but the 10 types of power and leadership. So I'd love to highlight that today for you, give you those tools, but we're going to dive in real deep in 2022. Those will be some of my solo episodes. So excited to do that, but let's give you an overview before we close out this year. So what is power in leadership? Well, a leader's influence can, like, it can determine how well common goals are met in the workplace, We know power is ultimately fundamental to leadership. 
But what is it? What is it? It's kind of something that we don't always talk about, but we can feel it when we're in a positive influential environment or in a negative one. And leadership power is truly just influence that leaders have over their followers. And I know that sounds quite simplistic because there are a lot of aspects to this, but it's true. And it can be positive. It can be negative. It can be fear-based. It can be inspiration-based. There are so many different aspects of power. And why I wanted to do this short mini-series before we closed out 2021 is because I think it's important that we identify that. And it's a time in which we're really looking at what we like about leadership, how we want to lead our own lives, and identifying these these sources of power in the workplace. And we hope that, you know, power and authority through our leaders, whether you are the leader of your company or you have leaders or you're an aspiring leader, we hope that it's for a positive change and for positive influence. But it's not always that way. And so the 10 types of power in leadership, we're going to go through them real quick and I'm going to give you some feedback on on what I think, in my opinion. One is legitimate power, and that's exactly what it sounds like. Legitimate power is when someone holds power in the organization because of the hierarchy. They can influence employees because of their, their position. It dictates it. We know this. This is just a really common type of power. And when you gain that type of power in an organization, the legitimate power, it means that you have shown, so we hope, (laughs) that you can hold that type of supervisor role. You can be uh, the VP, the director, the manager, whatever you're leading, or if you have your own company, hopefully you've empowered yourself to be legitimate enough to be a CEO, a founder, whatever that is. So it's really just quite simple there. It's just legitimizing that. It's really not looking at whether or not it's positive or negative, in my opinion. It's just, do you hold that title and do you have the credentials? And what I do find sometimes is sometimes people don't actually have the credentials. I've talked about that on other podcasts too. And we're going to talk about that more in future episodes because how do people get in a legitimate place of power when they're not qualified? And that is definitely a leadership topic we are going to talk about. (laughs) So the next one is something that makes me feel a little, don't like talking about it. It's the coercive um, leader or leadership power or coercive power. And this is someone who is holding power in a leadership position through threat or force. And they're, it's, it's a negative. It's a negative way of holding power. And, and this can even occur, this coercive environment. I, I feel it's negative. It can occur between colleagues as well. So it's not just in the hierarchy of leadership. You may witness this as a leader. And in my opinion, you nip this in the bud right away because trying to take power over people or influence people in a way that is intimidating or through force or threat is not going to create a healthy environment. And they become what I like to call the cancer of your work environment. The next one that we talk about is referent power. 
And this is really what a role model holds. So this is someone that is a leader that has really strong skills with building relationships and other people follow them because a title doesn't matter. Sure, it helps, but it's because they really connect with this person. And I, I'm a fan of this one because the power is not just one leader that's bestowing it upon themselves. I'm not saying I'm the owner, I'm the founder, you have to listen to me and just deal with it. Okay, that's going back to coercive. Um, but referent is really just building those relationships with your people and investing in your people and wanting them to do well. So it, it's really about interpersonal skills. So I'm a huge fan of the referent type of, of leadership or power in leadership, I should say. So four is charisma. And I think this one is kind of self-explanatory. When we have leaders, I'm sure you've worked for them, I've worked for them, <laughs> and they're just dull and they don't have the excitement and the energy and the passion this is not a charismatic person. And I think to hold true power as a leader, having charisma is essential. People want to follow you. It's like the two almost go together, going from referent to charisma, because you can build relationships based on that. People are drawn towards you because of your charisma. I've had people tell me all the time, oh God, I'm just drawn to you because your energy is exciting. It's it's a lot. It's good. It's, you know, I've had people tell me those things and I take it as a compliment and I'm not for everyone and you may not be for everyone as a leader, but I do think being charismatic is such a positive place of power because you're driving individuals through that positive energy. The next one, so number five is expert power. So this exists everywhere. We see this, you know, people are experts. I'm saying this in quotes. And I, in my opinion, feel a little bit um, conflicted with this because I don't think anybody, and I've been told this by many mentors and I agree with it. I don't think anybody is truly just an expert. You're always learning. You're always growing. So I've mixed emotions about this. Um, some people actually use this power and they exert this power in a negative way, but it can be exerted in a very positive way in your career. And if you know that you want to lead the sales team because you feel like you are a quote unquote expert, again, I think a learning leader is the best leader, so you're always learning. But if you feel like that's your strength and expertise, that's where you can exert your power and help propel your, your team forward. But again, it's about building those interpersonal skills. So, you know, really, going back to charisma and going back to referent, those will lead you to being the good expert. But leveraging your expertise as a leader is power, but it must be done in a positive way, in my opinion. So let's take just one minute and we're going to hear from our sponsor today on the My Opinion Podcast. Have you thought about starting a podcast, but the only thing that's holding you back is finding that perfect co-host to launch that podcast with? We understand that challenge here at findacohost.com. And that's exactly why we launched our white glove service 
to help you find your perfect match at findacohost.com. Right now, we are in our beta mode and we're helping podcasters or future podcasters just like you find your perfect match. Visit us at findacohost.com and use our complimentary code VIP100 to test out our service right now and find your perfect match and start podcasting today. And we're going to dive into the second half of power and what power and leadership looks like and what these different definitions are. So we'll keep talking through this. And again, would love to continue a whole series where I actually break down each one and that will happen in 2022. So we left off at expert and we're going into information. So power based on information this is this is an interesting one. It only lasts as long as you're not sharing the information, you're not mentoring, you're not giving that information. So I feel that a good, strong leader shares information. They don't withhold information. They don't try to, you know, say, well, I'm just going to take this on. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to handle things. They're not good at delegating <laughs> if you're using the power of information in a negative way. If you're using the power of information in a positive way, you're providing training, you're providing that your expertise, everything you know to your team. Because in my opinion, a true leader knows that just because you have the information and then you give that information out, it doesn't make you any less of a leader. It doesn't take your quote unquote power away. It makes you more powerful. It builds those relationships that we were just talking about earlier, which are so key in the power of leadership. This has always just, again, in my opinion, been something that drives me up the wall with leaders. And you may feel the same way, and I'm sure you've seen it too, but I've never understood why leaders will withhold information. Now, there is a caveat to that, of course. Sometimes, you know, when you're leading a company or you're really, you know, VP, EVP, whatever you are at the top, there are proprietary information things that you cannot share, right? I have clients where I, I mean, every single client I work with, I have NDAs. There's things I can share. There's things I can share. And that's really important. And we have to, you know, adhere to those. But we're talking about the power of leadership. And we're talking about information. Information is power. And you as a leader owe it to your team or to whomever you're leading to share that information because a true leader knows it's not about the fact that you know everything. It's about the fact that you're able to mentor, execute, build those relationships and build the strongest team possible. I don't care if I have people on my team that know how to build a website better than me because they do. <laughs> I don't care if I have people on my team that know how to perhaps organize something better than me. Great. Let's look at it. That is so so this is something I'm very passionate about this information piece because I cannot stand when people withhold information good leaders give information they don't withhold that's how you have power okay so I'll get off my soapbox on that one <laughs> all right so number seven is reward so we can reward and this is this is power this is power as a leader we can reward 
individuals who are doing a good job are being key players on our team in a really positive way. And as a workplace leader, reward power really works best when the reward is something really relevant to the individual, to the employee, to the, the colleague, whatever, you know, whatever you're leading or, or team. It's something to encourage them and let them know, like, you're doing great. This is amazing. A common thing people do is Christmas bonuses, quarterly bonuses. Those are financials. But I would encourage you, like I've talked about on really early podcasts, everyone is inspired and driven by their values and, you know, what is important to them. And not everybody is driven by money. We need money. We need to pay our bills. We need that, of course. But, you know, one employee may really just want that Christmas bonus because that's what they want and that's how they're motivated. That's great. But the power of us as a leader, we must understand what drives and inspires through reward. And so understanding uh, my reward, giving me an extra two weeks of vacation might be a better reward for me because I really want to spend that time with my family. I've been taken away from them because we're now back in the office after COVID or something to that effect. Someone else might want something very specific. Maybe they're looking for a obvious a promotion maybe they want to move to a different department so reward is a beautiful piece of power and leadership but it's very intimate and so uh, it really tests you as a leader in understanding if you really know your people so number eight is interesting and, and i feel strongly about this one too it's moral so A leader with moral power really inspires people to take action based on beliefs, values, all the things that we've talked about on several episodes. And moral leaders actually live by everything that they're saying. And this is something that's so important to me. I think you must lead by example. And that's really what this is saying. You have the power here to do that. You have the power in your career to establish this is where that personal mission comes in, sharing the values, developing all of those things with the company, but and then showing your vision. But you've got to stick to it and you've got to drive it home with your team and you've got to ensure that you build a team that, and, and we've talked about this on the mission, vision, value uh, series that I did a couple months earlier. These are recent episodes if you want to reference them, but it's so important to use this, the moral power of leadership to really build integrity and, and focus on those values. And I say that because that's one of my true values, but that's where you're focusing your energy. The power of connection is number nine, and it kind of falls into what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about, you know, I even say charisma, but, you know, building relationships, it, it all really comes together And connection is really important and building your relationships. So these are kind of intertwining with each other. Um, So you could kind of put two or three of those like charisma referent and connection could kind of all be one, but building a true connection with people gives people the sense that the leader actually has an interest in them. And as a leader, you can probably relate to this or if you've had a leader that hasn't really connected with you, 
it's uncomfortable. You don't really know where you fit. You don't really know where you kind of go in the company. There needs to be connection. And I find this is one piece that a lot of leaders fail at in the beginning because they're so focused on what they're trying to do for the company or their company or their division or whatever they're managing. And they're, they're missing the connection of their people because their people are what matter. And building connection is as simple as really understanding what, what the individuals want to get out of their job, their career. What is their life about? What is their life about at home? It doesn't take a lot to make a connection with someone, but I do find that leaders in, in, when working in power, this is one that's skipped. And it's so important because when people have a connection, you have loyalty and that is huge. And so the last power of leadership topic, number 10, is called founder power. This really exists. This is an interesting one why I wanted to talk about it. And I brought all these different articles together. And this exists, of course, it's kind of self-explanatory. When the leader has founded the organization, the movement, a nonprofit, or whatever you're doing, others will kind of you know, look at them and, and think, okay, they have the power because the perception is that this person knows everything because they founded it. I kind of already touched on this already, but, you know, this is going into the entrepreneurial side and every successful entrepreneur knows that their team is truly what drives them forward. So founder power can be positive and negative like most of these. And when it becomes negative, it is, I, I've worked for an individual. I mean, the person's coming to mind right now who thought they just knew everything. There's actually more than one, but <laughs> we'll stick to this one example. Um, but they thought they knew everything because they founded the company. They knew it all. They knew how to market. They knew how to sell. They knew how to do, you know, graphic design. They knew how to do creation of the, the product that we were selling, which was absolutely false. And this is when negative founder power comes into play. When positive founder power, founder power, that's so hard to say, <laughs> say it, say it a couple times. When positive founder power happens, it is someone that says, I have this great idea. I have this great company. They found the company. They started, maybe they started with a few people and they use their power for good by saying, you know what? I really need a great web designer. Let's go out and find that, that person, that quote unquote expert, because that's not where you're an expert. Let's go out and find that person that can develop my product and take it to the next level because you're aware that you're not the expert. You're the visionary. And that is so important to understand in founder power. <laughs> so this is something I really want to talk about because I've talked about, you know, qualities of an, of an effective leader and mission, vision, all of those things. But really wanted to give you this recap as we were talking about power. And I loved these particular 10. There were different, different ones brought up on different sites, but I really connected with these and I hope you find these helpful and you can connect with them as well and implement them into your leadership day-to-day -day or as you're aspiring to be a leader and really think and process and see where they can be positive and where it can kind of go south. But I think what we need to understand is that when we're in a place of, of power, we don't always have to be given a title. 
And I talk about that in my episode called Title Leadership. So if you want to learn more about that, check out that episode. But, and it is one of my most popular episodes, fun fact. But I think what we need to understand is just because we have a title doesn't mean that we have all the power, we know everything, all the knowledge. That's kind of the recap of all of this. Connecting with your employees, connecting with your team, understanding, appreciating people for their expertise, and knowing where where you fit, that makes you a powerful leader. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com, as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.